0: Hi, my is Tara Humphrey and welcome to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews, insights, project management and leadership trainings and lessons learned from leaders in the field of healthcare to improve the delivery of your projects and business performance. Today is going to be a short episode on the key elements required to run a successful project, which are often overlooked. When it comes to projects, most specialists in this area will be following a structured methodology which rightly so incorporates, for example, a project scoping document, project charter, controlled starts, version controls, quality assurance, implementation plans, communication and stakeholder plans, all of which is perfectly logical and provides a consistent structure to work within. I've got no problem with that. However, if those elements are not underpinned by allowing enough time, a clear understanding of the project and how much it costs, effective and frequent communications, and trust in those that you're working with, your project will fall short on what you're trying to achieve. So let me to just uh, emphasize this. If we do not allow enough time, if we do not have a clear understanding of the project and how much it costs, if our communications are not um, frequent, they will not be effective, If we've not built good relationships, ultimately our project will then start to lead to frustration, fatigue, distrust, wasted resources and, unfortunately, another failed project. We've all been there. So when thinking about time, I believe we have to make the commitment to prioritise some projects over others and give that priority our time and attention to research, to plan, to prepare, to implement and reflect. We need undisturbed thinking time, planning time, reading time. We need to deliver. We need to see the project in action before we kind of jump onto the next thing. I think those of us in healthcare, we're so busy, there's so many projects going along, sometimes they are enforced on you guys, and sometimes they're our projects, they're our babies, we want to deliver them. But if we chase too many rabbits, we're not gonna end up with any. So we definitely need enough time to take stock and give our project the best chance of success. (coughs) When it comes to having a clear understanding of the project and its vision, everyone around the table needs to be on the same page. And this again needs time. It also needs an appreciation of organisational politics. It's really interesting and important to be mindful of the different dynamics people have between each other. I've been part of projects where certain people were always left off. You know, people say, yeah, 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 Two face, and then they've got no intention of doing it due to historical things that have happened in the past. And as a project manager and as a project lead, you can't change it, but you just need to be aware of the environment, the context, the culture that you're working within. We also need a clear understanding of the data. We need to know where it's come from, what date it was um, originated, and why we believe that data is important how it's collected when it's collected that builds into why are we doing this project and what do we hope to achieve we need to understand the current situation and the desired situation you also need to understand payment structures and what other developments are going on i recently went to a meeting where the project was in its early stage it was with a commissioner there was no data there was no clear understanding of what the current process was and not intentionally but a a solution and a conclusion to what should happen had already been defined without the necessary research, without talking to people, without really taking stock of all of the options. So I think a good project needs a lot of scoping time, cannot be done on the fly, I really do believe that. So a good project needs effective and frequent communication. Poor communication leads to frustration, it leads to confusion, and it just turns people off. People don't have time to try to wade through masses of information that they just don't understand. And I think, especially during the bad times, communication is a must. I think, in person, over the phone, I think what I like to do, something isn't going well, something's a bit complicated. Ideally, I want to speak to that person or that group in person. If I can't, I'll pick up the phone first, explain the situation, then follow up in an email. Newsletters, regular newsletters and bulletins are really helpful. I'm a big fan of frequently asked questions and just keep building on them. Sometimes you, you don't know what you don't know and you don't always know how other people are going to perceive things. So those frequently asked question documents, I think, are really, really helpful. Sometimes I send voice notes to people that I'm quite familiar with. Sometimes we use video. I think if in doubt, over communicate, um, link back to the vision, link back to the progress to date and lessons learned and the positive impacts this project is having. And I think, yeah, keep communication frequent. this final one is ultimately about good relationships it's about showing willingness it's about building trust and i've been part of many project teams where they a point bank did not want to be part of the project they were roped in somehow didn't believe in it then the team didn't trust each other due to a variety of reasons and sometimes people don't trust each other because they're not used to working with each other sometimes they don't trust each other due to personal histories if their trust isn't there as a project lead it is your job to try to build those bridges it is it is near on impossible to try to bring a group of people together that do not trust each other and i think it's making the time to get to know people keeping people informed giving people a bit of a heads up sharing um the positives sharing the positives getting to know people on a personal side um For my clients, it's important that people get to know a little bit about me, not just work, Tara, but what I'm like in my personal life. And I sent um, a message to somebody today and said I was a little bit short with them. And they said, no problem, Tara. Um, I'm getting to know how you work now. That's absolutely fine. And it was really nice that we've now got that dynamic. And she trusts me. Um, If I make a mistake, I hold my hands up. And I think people really, really appreciate that and also have to show willingness especially if the relationship isn't good sometimes as a project lead we need to facilitate can you just do can you just move for me a little bit and start that process of negotiation if you do if you move for me a tiny bit on here let me see what I can do over there and there is lots of kind of push and pull all the time and that really does help build trust somebody also mentioned to me Tara your emails are so formal You know, be a little bit chatty. And I always thought that people are busy, they just want to know who, what, why, when and how. But sometimes softening our communications, build that trust. And it was really, really good advice. So just a summary, I know these are obvious and I know that you know them. But sometimes we really do need reminding. When we're about to kick off our project, we need to make sure we've got enough time to deliver it we need a clear understanding of the project and the vision and how much it costs and we need to write it down we need to commit to frequent communications using a variety of sources we're not just rely on email face to face over the phone voice notes newsletters graphics videos and we have to over communicate we think everybody's even though it we're all glued to our email there's so much information that we miss so they need to be frequent and if somebody says when you when you send out those emails at this time I'm not going to read them I need to listen to that feedback and change my approach and lastly we really need to invest in our relationships to build that trust which is so badly needed in order to deliver our projects we need to know the people that we're working with and as project leads we need to deliver on what we said we were going to do So there you go folks, those are my four key elements required to run a successful project which are often overlooked. We need time, we need a clear understanding of the project, the vision and how much it costs, frequent and effective communications and trust in those we are working with. I'll see you on the next one.